This is Bariatric Life Podcast, where we share stories about weight loss surgery. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please contact your doctor for medical advice. Now on to the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. Super close to the microphone again. I'm trying to project my voice. I'm talking very weird. I am. So this episode, we talked to AJ, or Ashley. Yes, we did. (laughs) Oh, man. She seemed very excited about where she is in her journey and where how she's gotten there. Um, and very excited about 5Ks and, and 10Ks. And, I mean, that, that's not my thing, but... Good for her. Yeah. I only do, like, 1.25 k. I don't think I even do that. I'm more like, you know... 50 steps to the garage and 50 steps back. I don't even walk to mow our yard. (laughs) (laughs) We have a really big yard, though. We do. Maybe you should walk it. We don't own a push mower. Oh. Remember? That's true. I mean, if you want to sit on the mower, I'll push the... No, I won't. That sounds horrible. Push the riding wheel? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. I know. Well, you're saying I should be pushing... Walking. You should be walking. I enjoy our daily walks. We need to go take one. We probably should. So check out this episode with AJ. We're going to go do a walk. Okay, so if you could just start out with giving us your Instagram handle. It is getfit.aj underscore VSG. So that leads me to believe you had the VSG. I did. When did you have it? March 30th of last year. Oh, that's great. And then if you don't mind, what are your stats? Like highest weight, current weight, goal weight? So my highest weight was 254. My surgery weight was 239. And I actually just did a body scan today and my weight's at 183. Oh, that's awesome. Yay, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) So what made you choose weight loss surgery? Definitely my two boys. I kind of just wanted to make sure I lived life for them. Um, But more so, too, I just wanted to feel better. And then I also have PCOS HS, which is hydranitis superativa, long name. (laughs) Um, So I was hoping that getting the weight loss surgery would also help with that as well. I was trying to pronounce that word earlier, and it was not working out for me. Yeah, no one. I didn't even know how to pronounce it myself. I was like, I have it and I can't pronounce it. (laughs) So what does it do? It's basically like pretty much my body attacking itself for the most part. Um, I get what we call flare ups and it can literally be from like head to toe. Like I know some people get it on their face. It's basically like system bumps, basically. 
but it can range from anywhere from like on people's faces to like underarms to the growing area, pretty much anywhere it wants to take a hold of. Well, that does not sound like fun. No. No, and I've had it for a few years now, so kind of sucks, and it makes it like working out kind of hard at times, but I kind of just try to ignore it and still work out. <laughs> yeah, so it's autoimmune? Yeah. Yeah, and has that? have you seen that improve at all? Uh, a little bit. The most of the time when I flare, it's around like my period time, so mm-hmm. hormones is my major factor, so that's when I like get it the worst. Other than that, it's pretty much, for me, manageable. <laughs> well, that's good. And have you had any um, progress with the PCOS? I think so. I also, like, with my PCOS, I get, like, facial hair, and I've seen that calm down a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's helping a little bit. I'll find out when I try to have more kids, if that helps at all. But Yeah. <laughs> Did you struggle with your first two? Um, my very first one, my oldest was nine, not so much. Also, I had no clue at the time that I even had it. Um, with my second one before I had him, I actually had a miscarriage like a month or two months before. Um, and then I managed to get pregnant with him. But yeah, that was like my worst pregnancy. The delivery part so much went pretty smooth because it was a planned C-section. But trying to get pregnant with him and then being pregnant with him was the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear it's no fun to have to deal with that my best friend has it and she has the facial hair as well yeah definitely definitely gets tough but yeah she has pretty severe acne as well I do too actually now my face is all broke out (laughs) so why did you choose VSG specifically I was battling between bypass and VSG um, even before I finally reached out to my surgeon because I was weighing the pros and cons, but then after talking to my surgeon and actually talking to a really close friend of mine whose mom also had VSG a couple years ago, I pretty much went that route versus the bypass. My surgeon and nutritionist was all like, this would be your best bet. I don't think you really need to do the bypass. You don't have that much weight to lose. Yeah. So I ultimately went with that one. I definitely have my moments where I'm like, should have went with bypass. Like, this is stupid, but... <laughs> I'm trying to trust the process. Yeah, it is hard to trust it too, especially when there are there's more weight loss with bypass. It seems I oh. imagine once you get to kind of a a certain place, you start thinking, "Why didn't I do the the more invasive procedure and lose more?" Yes, and I like know people who had the bypass who was around the same weight as me, and they're like way surpassed me with like the weight loss and I'm like should have went with that but I'm still trying to just hold on and trust this process I'm trying not to compare myself to others which is a major thing that I do so um, I have to take a step back and kind of just be like okay this is your journey not theirs and just keep going right exactly and that that's the main thing is trying not to compare yourself to others and I have to remind you of that pretty often just you know do do you do your journey and I mean remind you in a positive way not, <laughs> not a negative way it kind of sounded dickish for a second <laughs> but sometimes that's what you need you need yeah. that like one person to completely sound like an asshole to be like get your shit together <laughs> yeah. and that's remember me. this is your race not theirs. <laughs> So, I've had a couple of people be like, hey, snap out of it. 
like what are you doing stop comparing yourself get off of social media <laughs> yeah for sure so what what surgeon did you go with um my surgeon i live in virginia i went with dr paisha paisha amanda paisha she's great she only does robotic surgery which I was leaning to anyways. Um, I am actually a surgical tech, so I've used the Da Vinci robot before. And I was like, if I ever have surgery, like this is what I want. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) she only does it with the robot. She doesn't do narcotics. So I was the first case of the day, got in and I was out by like five o'clock that evening. Oh, wow. Wow. With no tailors, only Tylenol. Um, (laughs) And I was up walking. I was able to do fluids. I was kind of scared at first because I was like, I'm going to break my stomach. Yeah. Um, but she was really supportive and she would text me. And if I didn't answer, she would call my family and be like, what is she doing? Is she up walking? Is she thinking? <laughs> so she's very personable, which is what I love too. That sounds great. Like a, a really great support person right there. Yes. I still talk to her to this day too. She'll text me and she goes, how's it going? <laughs> Oh, and she follows weird. me on Instagram, so she kind of knows, and she'll, like, text me every now and again and be like, um, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful when she posts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, ah, let me not post this. <laughs> My surgeon might might get mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> so what has the like full journey been like like were you overweight as a child or did it not start till you were an adult I think I was overweight for a child I was always the one being picked on for having like the big boobs and being overweight and all this other stuff so it pretty much started when I was little but um it was kind of like an off and on thing like I played volleyball in middle school and but I was never the athletic person I was more mm-hmm. of the artsy person um, I didn't actually get into wanting to do more workout-wise or outdoorsy things until later in life, um, until I finally kind of came to my senses and was pretty much ready to change myself from being overweight. Um, I've tried literally, I think, everything. I've tried low-carb. I've tried intermittent fasting. I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried Herbalife. I've tried pretty much anything under the sun, and nothing really worked. So I finally, because I thought about weight loss surgery before, but it was always the it's the easy way out. Oh yeah. So I backed out of it and finally just got to the point where I did my research again and kind of stuck to my guns. And it sounded like you didn't have any complications. Have you had any since your surgery? I haven't actually. I think the only thing that I've had is one the dumping, which everyone has at one point throughout the journey, and then. Um, I've never really had acid reflux, and I actually started having it, but it depends on what I ate that would cause it. Yeah. So it's not like a constant thing. I kind of pinpointed it to when and what I ate, so it made sense. But other than that, I haven't had any complications, thank goodness. Do you find that you get the acid reflux if it's spicy, or is it yours more triggered by grease? Surprisingly, it's chocolate. <laughs> really? Oh, Yeah. Uh, I yeah, would get, it's I, chocolate. Yeah, pre-surgery, I would get I really eat. bad heartburn with with chocolate. Yeah, I can eat all the spicy food in the world. I can bite into a fried piece of chicken and be just fine, but it's chocolate. The first time it happened, I ate two Oreos, and that messed me up. And I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, <laughs> like not the chocolate. <laughs> 
why do you treat me this way, Chocolate? Did did you have that exactly. before surgery, or was that something that developed? No. Before surgery, I can eat a whole like two rows of Oreos and be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I had really bad heartburn and reflux prior to surgery, and then since then, I he my surgeon put me on a really high dose of acid reducers and I haven't had any issues since which is uncommon because VSG people tend to have a lot a lot more especially if they had it before yeah it makes it yeah so that's good I know it's kind of surprising actually I'm sure Walmart probably thinks we're reselling all the (laughs) between your antacids and my antacids and then the Tums chewables (laughs) for the oh shit moments yeah I mean we could basically (laughs) start an antacid pharmacy out of here maybe we are reselling it i wonder that was me the street value is i'm sure it's pretty (laughs) good hardly worth the effort that was me i think i loaded up on like colas and like miralax and and i was at the checkout line the lady was like okay you clearly need a bowel movement. <laughs> right, exactly. Stop eating what you're eating and maybe take a shit. Like, what <laughs> So besides the wonderful support from your surgeon, what other kind of support system do you have? I definitely have, like my mom at first questioned it a little bit, but sorry, my Apple Watch keeps going off. Um, my mom questioned it for a little bit, but she also knows people who had the surgery so she was really supportive she's like if that's what you want to do then go for it um my dad the joker he is was quick to be like oh I should do it with you actually my um husband too was very supportive he's like if this is what you're gonna do then go for it but just make sure you stick it out and then my nine-year-old who's very curious about everything he had a crap ton of questions and once I told him, basically, it was like for me to be able to go out and play with him and run around with him. He's like, okay, do it. Oh, yeah. So I I didn't get any pushback from pretty much anyone, even my friends and stuff when I finally told him. I kept it a secret for a long time. I didn't tell anyone, including my family, up until I think I was like done with my last nutrition visit and was pretty much ready to set up my surgery date. So everyone was really supportive and said, go for it. I actually managed to a friend of mine. She ended up going to the same surgeon as me a couple of months later and had the surgery. My cousin has been doing consultations with my surgeon and getting ready to do his. And I just had a friend last week call me and she's like, hey, I need some suggestions. I'm thinking about it. So I've been getting nothing but support and people reaching out, which I think is pretty awesome. And it sounds like you should get a referral fee from the surgeon, too. Mm-hmm. I know. I told her <laughs> that. I was like, um, so all these people I'm sending you, what do I get? <laughs> <laughs> so since your surgery, what has been your favorite non-scale victory? Crossing my legs has been, like, a huge thing. And actually, the way I sit in my car, like, not having to – I'm short. I'm only 5'2". So trying to reach the pedals, but – still not be in the steering wheel has mm-hmm. been great <laughs> and then just being able to go shopping and get the cute clothes finally off the rack yeah from any store yeah I no. went into like JC Penney's and Old Navy and I still do it though I go to like the section where they're like size 18 20 yeah and try to find the clothes and 
I'm not allowed to go shopping by myself just yet because no one trusts me um, <laughs> to actually buy clothes that fit. I did that recently. I I was shopping online for some pants and I put in the size that I was wearing and I was just about to check out and I was like, wait a minute. The whole reason I'm on here is to buy smaller pants. Like I have to go back and change the size. <laughs> right. I do that all the time. I get up to the register and I'm like, oh, this is not it. I'll be back. <laughs> and what's your favorite non-food reward? Uh, buying workout clothes and shoes. I've become a bit of a shoe snob, whether it's just like a pair of heels or a pair of sneakers. I've become a shoe snob. A shoe snob? Are you a brand snob? Huh? Are you a brand snob? I'm not. If they're cute, I'm going to get them, even if they're a pair in Walmart. <laughs> Sounds good to me. My foot size actually, my foot size shrunk. So I'm like, ooh, I can actually get into some other shoes now. So I didn't I'm know that was the thing. I didn't either. And then someone said, you have fat on your feet too, you know? And I was like, ah, makes perfect sense. Huh. Hmm. I never thought about yeah, the fat on the feet. Shrunk. I didn't either. I just, yeah, I, knew, I didn't either. I knew they shrunk, but I didn't really know why. But that makes sense. I went a whole size smaller in shoes now. So wow. wow, that's crazy. And then, do you yeah. exercise at all? I do. I actually meet with the trainer once a week for an hour, um, and he's a power lifter, so he has me doing weights, uh, big time. Uh, <laughs> so I've actually been able to max out with my squats at 120 and then we just started bench pressing and my max so far is I think we got up to either 80 or 88 or something like that so I do that and then I also just got into running I'm obsessed with doing 5k's I've done one at the end of February I'm actually doing one in about an hour and a half and then I signed up for another one in November and then I'll sign up for one in January and then hopefully go to Disney to run a five and a 10k in February. So I've come a bit obsessed with the 5Ks. Well, there's so much fun and you get a t-shirt most of the time. Like me and yes. one of my girlfriends, we would be like, we'll just do it for the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, I just we'll did it for the medal, but I'm also a huge Disney fanatic. So once I like finally stopped being scared and was like, I'm going to run the Disney races. I, yeah, I'm obsessed now. That's all I, I ever was- want to do. I was just telling Chris that my cousin did a series of races this weekend at Disney and it, it was a springtime. Yeah. It was like a total of 19 something miles. And Mm -hmm. I think she's a crazy person, but there were a ton of people there with her. Yeah. But you've seen like what? Three Disney movies. Yeah, that's true. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm a Disney, Disney fanatic. I'm obsessed with Disney, so I've been running their races, and I'm actually taking a trip to Disney in August for my birthday, so. Oh, that'll be so much fun. Yeah, it's an adult trip, finally, because I went last year with my family and my kids, and they're like, can we go home now? Can we this? And I'm like, we're not leaving until the fireworks show's over, and I bought all these cute clothes, trying to look cute in Disney. We're not leaving. (laughs) So was it, had you been prior to your surgery? I have a couple of years ago, but as hot as it is in Disney, I was so like self-conscious of my body that I pretty much covered myself up Yeah, um, and wore like layers and 
stupidest thing ever. I almost passed out. But this year, I was like, tank tops and shorts. I'm probably never going to see these people again. It's hot, and I'm here to have fun. I've lost some weight, and I'm not going to care. Yeah, I was going to say, I-, I wondered if you had more fun after the surgery. I did. And I didn't have that fear of being told that I'm not going to fit on a yeah. ride. So just being able to walk on there, sit down, and enjoy myself was the most like peaceful thing ever. And like being able to walk around all the parks too. Exactly. I was out doing I was out doing my nine year old. He's like, I'm tired. I'm done. I'm like, no, <laughs> we still have some walking to do. <laughs> we spent good money to be here. We are going to everything. <laughs> we are yes, getting every exactly. dime's worth. Suck it up. <laughs> that would be our Oh kid. yeah. It'd be I, like oh, we planned oh. it in such a short time too. I was like, I don't even know how we pulled this trip off, but we're gonna just make the best out of it. Our kids would be like, can we go back to the hotel and play video games? Like, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, that, he was falling asleep standing, like standing up, leaning on me right before the fireworks <laughs> show because he was done for the night. But I refused to let any of this park. So I was like, you just get a nap in. We're going to be here for another hour for the show starts. <laughs> Were you able to enjoy all the treats that I see that they have there? I was actually. I had like a Dole Whip. Um, I shared it, so I didn't have the entire thing, but I did enjoy whip? that. And it's basically frozen pineapple like ice cream. It's so good. It looks really good. <laughs> I've seen it before. So much sugar though, but it's so good. So I had to split it, and then of course me just trying to be grown got a margarita when we were in Epcot and. I was like, after a couple of sips, done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I spent $13 on this huge cup of margarita and I can't finish it. <laughs> I have yet to try any alcohol since my surgery. I can't wait until you do. I'm going to get the camera. It's definitely going to be a cheap date. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I already was. Yes. She, she didn't drink to begin with, like a, a glass of wine, and she was feeling good. Yeah, now oh, it'll yeah. be like two sips. You're gonna, yeah, you're definitely going to be a cheap date. <laughs> <laughs> Better not spend the $13 on the margarita. I'll just. I'll finish it for you. No. I got yeah. you. <laughs> definitely going to need someone to finish it. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> What has been the most physically challenging part of your journey? Physically challenging? Not much when it comes to that sense, but mentally challenging is the body dysmorphia. Yeah. Like I said, I still pick up the, the baggy big clothes to try to cover myself up. There's times I'll walk past the mirror and be like, you failed. Like, you look the same. Nothing's changed. I'm definitely my own worst critic. Oh, yeah. And I don't give race sometimes yeah I think and I had like just posted something the other day well I think yesterday where I was like everyone's proud of me but I'm not proud of me yet so it just makes it difficult I cringe when people are like oh you look so good and I'm like oh where <laughs> yeah yeah i one of my coworkers had said she had given me a compliment I don't even remember what it was now and I said thank you and she was like look at you saying thank you and she was like, usually you like tear it down and you won't accept the compliment. And this time you actually said, thank you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, 
I do do that, don't I? And I do, I do find myself saying thank you sometimes, but then I'll follow it up with, you know, I feel like I should be further or I'm still struggling or like I always follow up with something negative. Maybe I should just leave it at thank you. <laughs> it's really hard to do. And that was something like I remember Chris and I working on many, many years ago. I don't even remember if you remember it. I do. Or I, you know what I'm trying to say. And like he would compliment me and I just would not accept the compliment. And he'd be like, just say thank you. That's all you have to yeah. do is just say thank you. Or I appreciate that. And that's so true. <laughs> it's so simple. Like something so simple, but in our minds, it's just like, oh, I don't know what you're looking at, but sure. Right. Besides Disney, what else are you looking forward to most in the next year or so? Definitely just getting out and doing more with my kid. He's in this phase where he either wants to try basketball or try soccer. Then ice hockey slipped in there somewhere. So <laughs> um, just getting into sports with him and kind of practicing with him once he figures out exactly what sport he wants to do. And I hike a lot, and he's actually said that he wanted to go hiking with me. So I'm kind of looking forward to taking him on some of my hikes. That would be a great time for the two of you together. Yeah, I'm excited and, to do that. Yeah, and depending on the sport, maybe you learn some things yourself. Yes, definitely, because I don't know the first thing about basketball, but to take the ball down to one side and throw it in the hoop. <laughs> there's, just, there's so much I running in it. soccer and basketball, though. <laughs> Like I, that's yeah. I personally, I would rather go hiking because it's shaded and you can walk and mm-hmm. go to your own pace and there's, take a break. You can take a break. There's wildlife, there's exactly. flowers and scenery. So we don't hike though. Well, no, but Maybe we could. We could. Because we're sure. It's I love it. I should find a trail with waterfalls. So it's like yes. so peaceful. Once you do that hike and then you just kind of sit there and enjoy the sounds and it's okay. <laughs> We're in, in middle Tennessee and there's a lot of trails like that around here and we, we just don't ever think to do it. No. Well, and I mean, I for recommend you, you recommend it? Oh yeah. I love hiking. I feel like my calves would hurt. Mm. <laughs> my feet would. They do. Try to find an easy trail first. Yeah. One with not so much climbing. <laughs> and then what kind of tips would you give somebody just starting out on their journey? Definitely follow the plan your surgeon gives you. And social media, although can be a little mind boggling at times, but I feel like I've gotten the most support and connections through the Facebook groups and the Instagrams and everything like that. And just take it one day at a time, for sure, and kind of just Remember the small victories and enjoy the journey. Sometimes it's even taking it like one minute at a time or one hour at a time. Exactly. Yes. I, I agree with that. There have been some days for me where I feel all right in the morning and then in the evening I'm having some kind of mental hold over me over, you know, I can't binge eat or whatever. Pizza. I want pizza. Exactly. That was actually me yesterday. I was struggling so much mentally, pretty much the better half of the day. And I had ordered pizza for my nine-year-old and was like, we're just going to eat pizza because I just can't today. And this morning, I had like a little moment of a mental breakdown and then was like, no, you're fine. And 
I was like, just look at the bright side. And now I'm fine. <laughs> so yeah. I definitely agree with that. Well, go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say, what about soda? Have you, were you a big soda drinker before? Don't really care for it? Have you tried it post-surgery? Beforehand, not so much. And then after, I don't, maybe I'll take like a couple of sips every blue moon. So my job is the worst. They feed us. <laughs> Which I guess is a good and a bad thing, but they feed us like muffins and bagels and stuff in the morning, and oh, then we get catered lunch every day, oh, and so it ranges from like sandwiches to pasta. So, and then we have a fridge full of cranberry juice and apple juice and ginger ale and diet coke. I'm like, oh my, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, so every blue moon, I will take my sip of diet coke just if I want something with bubbles. I do not drink the entire can. I couldn't even fathom drinking the entire can. But I've had some sips, but that's as far as that goes. I tried not to because I wasn't, like I said, a big soda drinker to begin with. So it's not something that I crave. I was a huge soda drinker. Diet Dr. Pepper is my drink of choice. And (laughs) since then, I bought some of those little tiny Diet Cokes that are like seven ounces Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I've had one and I noticed that I drank it way faster than I would drink my other drinks. And it, I mean, it didn't really bother me, but I was like, this is probably not something I want to do every day. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't uncomfortable. Yeah. I wasn't uncomfortable or anything or like sick, but I just, it just felt like, yeah, I don't need to do this all the time. Yeah. In the beginning, I actually would pour them into like little four ounce cups and take sips out of that. That way I don't guzzle or drink. And me drinking out of straws, like I feel like that's the only way I can really get my fluids down to begin with. So I'll do like little sips out of a straw. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I just know that I tricked my brain. (laughs) Yeah, mine's the other way around, though. Like I'll tend to gulp if I have a straw. A lot of people actually want to drink out of straws and it's kind of funny like when you're on social media how every surgeon is a bit different like some say you can never drink out of a straw again and I'm like yeah if I can't drink out of a straw there's no point in me getting my liquids in. <laughs> Personally we've talked about having a whole straw episode because I was terrified of straws and the only reason why I was was because of social media. Because my surgeon didn't mm-hmm. say anything about it. And so, like, one day I was like, I'm going to test it. I'm scared. I'm going to test it. And, like, literally nothing happened. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. well, maybe struggles <laughs> are fine. <laughs> they are. My surgeon was like, don't believe it. Because I guess it was the whole, you're going to put air and stretch your pouch. And so I'm like, that doesn't even physically make sense. But <laughs> I'm like, Okay whatever I mean follow what your surgeon says but it doesn't make sense at all and I asked my surgeon she's like no you can drink out of a straw there's such a divide though mm-hmm. about it there, I is. Feel, there I is for sure well is there anything else you want to talk about or uh, tell about thank you guys thank you we've enjoyed right, talking you to you I enjoy talking to you guys too. Definitely let me know if you guys need anything from me. I appreciate it. In the future, nice. open to anything. And just keep 
sharing your journey and inspiring others. Yes, I will. And you guys definitely keep posting your podcast because I've been tuning in. I enjoy this. Oh, good. I appreciate it. We're convinced we have like zero listeners, but no, we have seven. Well, <laughs> I'm definitely one. Reply, reply. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am one of seven then, and I do it. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for talking with us. You're welcome. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So that was our chat with Ashley. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Join us next week where it will be just Chris and I again jibber jabbering about motivation, apps and tracking, and spousal support. Just kidding. Not parental support. Partner, partner support. support. <laughs> Keep saying spousal support. I was wondering where that suitcase came from. He doesn't like spousal support. I do not. But he's very good at partner support. I want to try. Love you. Love you. Bye. This is just a reminder that neither Amanda nor Chris are doctors and you should always talk to your doctor before making any changes. This is our journey and our opinions. You can always find us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and help support us by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to have new episodes every Sunday.